Hi, welcome to This Is Your Book Club podcast. I'm Sarah. I'm Jamie. Welcome back. Hello, all. So good to be here. Yep. Book club. Yay. I was in a meeting today, and it was like my turn to leave to go home. Because yes. I'm part-time and everyone else is full-time, so they have to stay the rest of the day. And I was like, well, I'm off to record a podcast. See ya. And they're <laughs> like, what? I'm like, it's my favorite day of the week. Yay. Yay. I bye. The same thing. They're like, what are you going to go to do today? Are you going to go relax? I was like, no, I'm going to go record a podcast. Yeah, it's the best. And they looked at me like, really? You really like doing that? I'm like, are you kidding? I get to talk about books. I love it. It's my fave. It's so and good. I get to be with Sarah. What's greater? Not much. Not much at all. <laughs> Books and Sarah. I know. I'm pretty happy. So excited. Well, I'm actually super interested to see how this discussion is going to go today. I have some things to say. Okay. But I will save them because first. Yes. We need to announce, drum roll please, next month, May, book of book club pick. Yes, I have it for you. Our book club pick for May is Homecoming, wait for it, by Kate Morton. So excited. If you've never read a Kate Morton, (laughs) go read The Lake House, go read The Forgotten Garden. I love The Forgotten Garden. But- I love them all. You don't need to, to enjoy this book. It's not like it's a series or anything, but she's just fantastic. I am a huge Kate Morton fan. Those are the only two I've read of hers. I think I've read all of them. Ooh. You've I'd have to background. go back and see if there, because she's been an author for a long time. Uh-huh. Um, there is a possibility I've missed one in the past, but I've read a lot of her books. I am always following. I catch them when she's released. I'm really glad Jamie agreed. I that. agreed this month and happily. Oh, happily I'm agreed. excited. Let me tell you about it. Do you want okay, me to read yes. the synopsis? Please do. Okay, here's what her new book is about. Mind you, it just came out on... April 4th. So this is brand, brand new. It's so new that our library doesn't even have the audiobook of it. You know, interesting fact, our library does not carry any of her audiobooks. What is the problem? I don't know. It has her ebooks. You can get the ebooks. You can get the ebook, and I'm sure you can get the book book. Yep. But I'm, not I'm sure. an audiobook for her. Not I wonder what the audiobook. issue is there. I don't know. I'm wondering, is that a Kate Morton thing? Yeah. Is that like our library Who is her thing? publisher? Mariner Books. I don't hmm. know. Like you can, there are audiobooks. They are just They're not They're just not available at, at the library. library. Yeah. Interesting fact. Anyway. Let me tell oh, you. I've a, also read The Secret Keeper. Ooh, Sorry. The I'm Secret just looking through all good. of her different books. So yeah, I've read more than two. Hmm. Look at that. You're a regular. I am a Kate Morton fan. I just didn't know it. As you should be. I'm sorry to keep interrupting. Go ahead. Okay. This is what Homecoming, this is the synopsis on Goodreads. It says, Adelaide Hills, Christmas Eve, 1959. At the end of a scorching hot day, beside a creek on the grounds of the grand and mysterious mansion, a local delivery man makes a terrible discovery. A police investigation is called, and the small town of Tambilla becomes embroiled in one of the most shocking and perplexing murder cases in the history of South Australia. 
Ooh, Australia. I don't know. 60 years later, Jess is a journalist in search of a story. Having lived and worked in London for almost 20 years, she now finds herself laid off from her full-time job and struggling to make ends meet. A phone call out of nowhere summons her back to Sydney, where her beloved grandmother, Nora, who raised Jess when her mother could not, has suffered a fall and been raced to the hospital. Nora has always been a vibrant and strong presence, decisive, encouraging, young despite her years. When Jess visits her in the hospital, she is alarmed to find her grandmother frail and confused. It's even more alarming to hear from Nora's housekeeper that Nora had been distracted in the weeks before her accident and had fallen on the steps to the attic, the one place Jess was forbidden from playing in when she was small. At loose ends in Nora's house, Jess does some digging of her own. In Nora's bedroom, she discovers a true crime book, chronicling the police investigation into a long-buried tragedy, the Turner family tragedy of Christmas Eve, 1959. It is only when Jess skims through the book that she finds a shocking connection between her own family and this once infamous crime, a crime that has never been resolved satisfactorily. And for a journalist without a story, a cold case might be the best distraction she can find. An epic novel that spans generations, Homecoming asks what we would do for those we love and how we protect the lies we tell. It explores the power of motherhood, the corrosive effects of tightly held secrets, and the healing nature of truth. Above all, it is a beguiling and immensely satisfying novel from one of the finest writers working today. I want to read it right now. I know. Let's go. I'm very excited. Let's record this podcast and then let's go start reading. Yeah. <laughs> I can't start right now. I have three <laughs> books going right now. Three. How do you do that? Well, because one of them is just a lot of information. It's nonfiction. Okay. And I can only do a chapter a day. Okay. Because it's just too much to process. I find myself forgetting to listen. So I've just limited it to one chapter a day. So I'm interested. But then... I can move on to other things. and Okay, so, I like that. And then just what became available was another one that was heavy. So then I needed a lighthearted in between. So just <laughs> right now, I'm just... You're juggling. I am. I'm yeah. like, okay, I'm going to listen to this because I like it. It's good information. It's just a lot of information. And the other one's heavy, so I can't listen to it for too long because... I get depressed. And yeah. then I have just a good, you know, I just finished a good... Lighthearted, easy love, you know. That leaves you just feeling a little bit but right better. Now, yes. Mm -hmm. But let's talk right now about A Quiet Life. It's funny that you say that because I found myself struggling to listen to, you know, there's three main characters in uh -huh. A Quiet Life yes. that we jump between. And Ella's story, the one who lost her daughter, whose daughter was taken from uh -huh. her, I felt that way. Like it was, it was so depressing. That was heavy. Like all of her thoughts, like I just was like, stop. It was, it's, I don't need the details of your thoughts. I just needed someone it's to so help her. much. I yes. needed her to realize she needed help. Yes. You don't have to do this alone. Stop and get help. You've got family. You've got to, you can't be alone right now. This yep. is not the time to be alone and try to be strong on your own. It was so heavy. And I did, <sighs> I, when she would come on, I felt myself getting very anxious because that's devastating. It's devastating. So, you know, to not know where your child is and to know that the person that you used to trust the most in the world all of a sudden did this to you? Yeah. To not have your child hop off the bus when you're expecting him. I cannot I mean, even imagine. I had one day that my daughter didn't come home from school. I think she was in like 4th grade. And 
I lost it. Yeah. I was at the school. They were doing an all call. And I'm like, well, what do we do now? And they're all chill. They're like, you know, this happens all the time. Would she have gone home with a friend? Would they? I mean, which is probably how all of these situations end. Is right. they went home with a friend or maybe aunt or. But what if it didn't end that didn't. way? So me, I literally was running and was going to start knocking on doors in the neighborhood because I was sure somebody took her and pulled him into their house. And that was the end of it. And I needed to rescue her. Like my mother instinct of I will run into your house, break down your door and pull my daughter out. That's the level. And that's where I was at with it. (laughs) Thank goodness. Where was she? Right before I pounded on the door of the first house, the school called in was like, Ava just walked into the office. She was at basketball camp which I had signed her up for. <laughs> it was like one of those after-school <laughs> basketball skills programs. And she was right where she was supposed to be. I just forgot that it was that day. Oh, my gosh. But she knew and she was where she was she supposed went. to be. Of course she did. She's that kind of kid. But me was about to start oh, pounding down I doors would in have the neighborhood. Too. So when I'm listening to her, <sighs> and that was frustrating for me, too, when she goes to the police and they're mm-hmm. just like, oh, we can't get involved in custody. Suits. custody. I was like, no, they would send an Amber Alert. I was like really frustrated. Like they send Amber Alerts for custody disputes. Well, like if the wrong parent has them, they will do that. And go, you have to start the investigation. Yes. Absolutely. Like why were it. they so nonchalant about it? Like, yeah. It wasn't her, his day, but it wasn't. Or she, they, people make mistakes about picking up and on the wrong day. But, but you still have to look into it. You have to and say, it "Oh, out. you don't have the right day." Yeah. Even if that was just the simple mistake, and you go get the daughter and bring it to the right parent who's supposed to have her that yes. day. That is a and legal like the, document. That right. Is legally binding. And like the fact that he wasn't answering his phone for her or her his family or mm-hmm. anyone like. Come on. Like, there should have been something more done. There should have been more done. Right. I'm assuming she had a lawyer if they'd already figured out custody arrangements. Well, and they even said towards the end, if they had started looking into it more, they would have seen that he had joined an online dating group. Right. That he was dating this Michelle person. None of that information was known to her till her daughter until called it was done and was and like, she, I like yes. Michelle and her kids. And she's like, wait, what? Nobody even knew he was dating anybody. So gross. Did you think that's what had happened? No. Neither did I. I could not fathom why. What happened? Like, it had to have been some kind of a mental break was what I thought. Like, What do you think? I know this. They don't end it. Like, in Ella's story, you know, hallelujah, she's reunited. Um. But they don't, that's where it ends, that they're reunited. Like, I don't even know, but I wanted to know, like, what happens to him? Like, look, we know what happened to her by his choice. Like, what is his consequence? My, he was in jail. He was like, you go to he jail was arrested. for this. Yeah, it it's did, not like oh, you were like, beguiled by your loins. It it didn't come right out and say it, but it it did say something about he he will be put away. Like he's put away. You're not going to see him. Okay, when she goes to pick him up, he's okay, and he's going to be there a long time. I think it does reference. It that, did. Okay, so I missed was that. Arrested. I did feel like it with all of the drag out stuff yeah. throughout the. I that's it felt very like slow moving, like progression wise in most mm-hmm. of the novel, and then it ended like really wrapped up super quickly. So I was like, wait, did I miss something? So maybe that I did. Which I did miss something because I loved the wrap up of everything. I felt like. All the ties were wrapped up. I did up, like the way it all ended. And I, I was happy with the ending. I felt satisfied. And I didn't 
I didn't even worry about the ex-husband. I didn't even think that. I just was happy where everyone ended up. <laughs> I wanted to know. Um, and I'm like, is like Michelle was like conspiring with him. Is she going to be like if she in knew trouble? That he, yes, she should have been too. Right? Like she planned say, this with him. Like when he left Florida because the police went to get him and they disappeared, had yeah. left the motel. Was did Michelle leave with him to disappear? It didn't really touch on that. It did, did it? but it did say like he was going to leave his daughter and then decided that he couldn't and told Michelle, "I'm sorry, I just can't leave my daughter." And so she's like, "Well, then you take her." And she they planned together so that escape. Then well. when he went to Florida, she let him keep his car in her garage, and she or he used her car. Remember, oh. like he oh. she was 100 percent a participant in that yeah. kidnapping. She knew what, it's a kidnapping. Yeah. Let's call Abs- it. It is a kidnapping. Even though you're the parent, you were not the custodial parent for that time frame. Yeah. And so, well, and no one can do that to a child. Like, you can't say, like, keep them from their parents. Either poor little girl, when she called mom, and mom was just like making everything a game and trying to make it so that she didn't stress her out or. My heart was like pounding listening to that conversation. And I'm like, he's going to walk in. She handled in. it so well. She handled it so well. I thought so, too. I thought that was really well written. Because what is the right way? Like, I don't know. Like, I'm not sick. He's not telling. Because like, yeah. then she's scared. Because then she's scared. And then she's not. Yeah. You want to keep her mellow and calm. Right? And when she stressed. thought when she wasn't going to call any authorities to help her and she was just going to drive there. I totally understood that thought process. So and I knew I'm like, they're going to go They're Like, there's no way. You that he's not going to gonna figure the, it yeah, out. You have to get the police involved here. I'm oh, so I was when so glad. Because I was like, no, 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 no. This is the time you ask for help. Mm-hmm. All those other times, maybe not. I mean, I think you should have gone and gotten some help through this whole ordeal, which was like a four-month ordeal. Right? Yes. That's insane. That's forever when you're talking about your child. But you need to now call the police. Yeah. Because what if he freaks out when you go to get her? You need... Someone who oh knows gosh. how to handle this I kept situations. imagining like her showing up and then running away or him hurting yeah. her or whatever. I was like, this is going to be so bad. Right. But it, she handled Awful. it. She she handled it well. I'm glad that it worked out. That was a good. Me too. Happy. Totally relatable. I think the one moment that was the worst was when the her friend Jared, the police officer, Captain yeah. Person comes and sits in her car and they're like waiting on news yes. from the Florida police officers. And he gets a phone call and she's like, you hear her thoughts before she learns anything, anything like yeah. everything. She's like, what if you did it? And I'm just like, shut up and let's hear what Which he says. What like, say. I yeah. don't want to hear your thoughts. I don't I want to hear your thoughts anymore. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, I can't listen to that. Anyway, I was like super like, that's how wrapped up I was in it. Like in I for sure was yeah. like. I need to know she's okay and that you're going to see her. Like, that felt too real. Yeah. That was too scary. Yeah. Yeah, that was. It was. I agree. It was a crazy storyline. So that's that storyline going on. Yes. Simultaneously with other two storylines. I love Chuck. I love Chuck. Oh, Chuck pulled at my heart. Oh, yeah. Because he is just beside himself. Doesn't know what to do without his wife. Tender. Oh, absolutely. And I just kept, it gave me a man called Uwe vibes. Yes. Like he's just so sad without his wife and lost and regretting the things he did while she was alive. Yes. How he handled things that he should have done more of this and he should have. So not only is he grieving his 
the death of his wife, but he's grieving his mistakes in life. Yeah. And it's and too late to resolve yeah. those because she's gone mm-hmm. now. And I think that's I actually such a good did lesson. like the balance between like him having like memories mm-hmm. and him like talking to her in in real, real time. Yeah. I thought that was a really, the, really well done. I thought so too. And the friend couple that would come over and yes. ask, oh, do you ever talk to her? Like, yeah, I thought that was so cute. And he's like, yeah, actually I do. Right. And he's I, like, I never talked to my kids about this. Like, right. Yeah, like these people yeah. that are close to you. And then he also debated like, how does he comfort his children now that they're losing their mom and that she would know how to do this. She would know how to comfort them if it had been him that died. Yes. And that he's now dropping the ball and disappointing everyone because he doesn't have that touch she has to comfort the people around because he can't even comfort himself. Oh, my. Oh. It was so real. It. I just, I really felt for him. I thought it was very, very sweet. I love a story with an elderly person. Always. Always. I agree. I just love that. I will say I... I listened to the book uh-huh, as I usually do. I didn't love Chuck's narrator. I it took me a bit to get into that voice. The voice. See, it didn't bother me at all. I never, because I am pretty, like, if there's a bad narrator, I'd be like, this just ruined it. It wasn't the right age setting voice or the right blah, blah. I didn't, that didn't cross my mind at all. It yeah, didn't. I didn't love Chuck's you didn't voice. Love it. Yeah. So that was a struggle that at the bothered, beginning. So that affected Once we the got character moving, for you. I loved Chuck. I will say, especially by the end when I like was able to put all the pieces together. And I loved how it mm-hmm. ended. Like, yay, Chuck. I wanted to cheer for him. I wanted it him to get the pig. I wanted him to get the pig. But how realistic. Right. I kind That's of thought, what like, of course yeah. the, the pig is wait. gone. Yeah. People are going to adopt a pig and you go back and it's gone. You never I said. I did want him to I get a dog pig. or I something. Did, I did think he would get a dog. I did and too. And how sad when he asked if he could take his oh, that friend's kind dog. Of, I was embarrassed. And for then him. he was embarrassed. I know. I, I was, was like, too, Chuck, like, what are you? So, that just shows how lonely he is. He doesn't yeah. even. He's like, he's I don't want you dog, to come with me, but I'd but love for your dog, your dog to come <laughs> with me. <laughs> Please, can I take your dog? <laughs> I thought that was so sweet. I love that they just sat there quietly, like. like you can't take our I'm dog. I'm not answering that question, <laughs> right? No, yeah. Like, that's the weirdest thing I've ever heard. Yeah. And there was a part of me that was like, let him take your dog. It's just the dog. It's You'll just get for the, the dog winter. back. He'll take good care of it. <laughs> Give him your dog. Oh, you guys are so kind rude. Of funny. That was kind of funny. <laughs> and then Ella. Oh, did we talk about Ella? Ella's the one who lost her daughter. Okay. Uh, he- it's Kirsten. Oh, Kirsten. Kirsten. Yeah. Kirsten. Yes. She works at the She works at the dog shelter. shelter. I did and that's the other thing I did really love. I like a book where all the characters like intermingle. Yeah. It reminded me of Olive Kitteridge. Have you ever read that book? I don't think so. That it's a it's familiar. a pretty big I'm sure I'm sure I'm saying her last name incorrectly. They've made a movie about it and everything. Huh. But yes. Anyway, this book reminded me of that. It's like a town and it's all the characters. Kind intermingle of yes yes yeah. and i liked i like when books do that i like to have yeah. the connections yeah i do too and they didn't connect as i thought they were gonna connect. yes which yes. that kept me because i honestly thought natasha who was the waitress that cat befriended before she died um i thought natasha was really which one the ella oh that somehow that was okay. going to be the same person that natasha 
lost her daughter. And then I was like, but they're different names, but maybe it's a middle name or maybe she goes by something else now. Or I really thought that that was going to come back. I was trying to make the dates work because she was like 20 something when she was working in the cafe. And I was trying to make that work. Totally. I did think though, the second they talked about her crappy car and that Chuck had an old car that none of them, I immediately knew he's going to give her that car. I didn't see that one coming, but I loved that he did. I did too, but I was like, oh, that's a total foreshadow. Like he's giving her that car, but now their paths have to cross. Like how is he going to give her that car? And and to find like that um, Ella, no, Kirsten, I keep mixing them up. That was one of my problems here is knowing their yes, names. Yes. Their names were not super memorable And they in my didn't brain. say them very often. Yeah, so I kept I like forgetting makes... what their names were. Mm-hmm. Even before we started recording, I'm like, wait, now what was her name? Right. I didn't even know. We did. Yeah, we needed to write them down. So um, that Kirsten was, his wife was her teacher at one point, and that he remembered Mr. A, right? When he comes in and he's like, wait, I know. She's like, wait, I know you. Your wife was my teacher. And so there was that little connection there where he had met her before. And yeah, I liked the way that they did interweave and how they knew. And that Kat was a part of that interweaving of of Kirsten. Yes, I I loved that. Yeah. I, I, it kind of made me, my heart. Uh, grow a little bit for Chuck. Yeah, the, right? he could, there was someone else he could talk about his wife that with. Also loved her. That loved her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, punch in the face. Was there ever a point in this book that you wanted to punch someone in the face? I think it was when Ellie would not shut her thoughts up so that I could <laughs> so hear could what, what the police officer was trying to say <laughs> that to her. Was the point? Because I was like, what point? At what point did I? Because I just couldn't think of a point. But the point, the time I did was like, okay, it would have been this. When Natasha hung up on him, on Chuck. Oh, that was He's just was trying sad. to apologize. I kind of felt like hurt. he deserved it a little bit. And maybe that's because of how I was listening to that narrator that I didn't love. Right. I don't know. Because the truth is, like, he was kind of about... I understood why he was yeah. concerned and, like, his reservations. I understood them. And she really did need someone at that point in her life. So, yeah, she would be like, I'm hurt because... Like, all I needed was some help. Yeah. yeah. And, she, and your wife was wonderful and she wanted to. But Natasha didn't know what he had been going through in losing his wife. Yeah. And that he was reaching out trying to make it better. And she hung up on him. Yeah. Don't hang up on people. I know. That's probably true. I did like, though, like when they showed up, he's like, will you help me find someone? Because it mattered enough to him to make sure they were okay. Yeah. That he goes and shows up. He shows at her home. Went to her house when she wouldn't talk because it wasn't resolved. And it needed to be resolved. And he needed it to be resolved. That is being an adult. That is being a man. I just love that. I thought, and she handled it very well. You know, I thought that was a sweet, it was like, look, even right. she says in that moment, right? Yeah. Like, I know you're doing, you're, it's okay. You're, I know you're doing the best you can. Right. Um, and that in life, we all are just doing the best we can, right? Yeah. Let's give each other the benefit of the doubt, which I'm glad she did come around and do that. But right, right. I was like, come on, Natasha. Uh, yeah. So sad. He was so sad. sad. And I think like sometimes that happens, right? Like we don't have the capacity to listen all the time. Right. And that is true too, because we're hurt. Yeah. And that's a real human feeling too. And sometimes you have to 
put your boundary in place. Like right. for her, I, I'm not thinking about her because I don't know her as well as I knew Chuck in the book. Right. But for her, that right. might have been like, you know what? I can't bring this up and function to take care yeah. of my son today. He was like, you know what? So that her, that was hurtful her to me. Grace. Yeah. That's funny. So what do, do you think, Beef, you know, when we talk a little bit about, we haven't talked much about Kirsten. Do you think she made the right choice when she chose between David and Grayson? I do. Now, I couldn't decide which one I wanted her to choose. Yeah. No, but they, when she they did both choose had... Grayson, and and the part I was like, you absolutely made the right choice, because Grayson was more her age. Yeah. I don't remember the, the other guy's name. David, David I think. Maybe? I think it is. She would have been a stepmom if they got married. True. And he was tied to that town because he had a business. He True. ran. True. When, when Grayson and her went to Italy... And, and then decided to stay. That's exactly what someone their age should be doing. True. And she that's very true to be young and live. She needed to live because her dad didn't. Yeah, and he couldn't. I I but did I love that. That's racing. where they ended up. Yeah. I I did love. I felt like. Because David's story was told to us first, uh-huh. I like felt like a little on his side, right? Like, yes. hey, you didn't really give him a fair chance, and you seem to really—he seems like a very decent guy, right? And maybe right. could use someone like you in his corner exactly. because things obviously aren't going well for him, right? Uh, in his personal life, right? So I, I kind of wanted that for David. I agree. But ultimately, I definitely agree with you. Yeah. Like, just because something might be great for David doesn't mean it's it right for, for her. And, yeah. ju- and because you didn't choose him doesn't make it not the right person. She, yeah. I think she could have gone with him yeah. and it could have been just great. I agree. But I love that she was able, because she had spent, how long had it been since her dad died? Like a year? She needed to just be young and be able to She'd been grieving and sad and, and leave down that town for, so for a little bit and maybe do something different. And I totally agree. Travel. It did make I me loved it. want to work at a sh- an animal, an animal shelter. shelter. So you could play with the pig? All the animals. I want Like I want they the talked pig. about the Bichon dog that was brought in to be surrendered yeah. and I was like, "Oh, that is like hard. I need to go pet dogs." Even when Ella's like, "Oh, maybe I should volunteer and just go pet animals once yeah. a week." I was like, "Is yes. that a thing?" Yeah. Can I go pet dogs? Well, and Chuck, I was thinking, Chuck, you can just go volunteer. That'll give you something to do during the yes. day to take care of these dogs. And you don't have to like be responsible all right. the time for the animals. Right. Anyway, I did love the animal shelter. I, <laughs> I kind of like animals, but yeah, that was, I did love that part of the story. That that's where it took place. Yes, I did. Shelter. I loved that. I thought it was weird that Ella worked at a bridal shop. That was a little weird. Was that a little odd? I didn't, I wonder what where made I him choose that. Where I loved the animal shelter, I questioned someone who's mourning so much and so sad and struggling, selling wedding dresses? You're going to go help people pick out. Like in the happiest moment of, of their, their life. life. And maybe that was the juxtaposition of that job. I don't know. But I thought that was weird. And a paper route. That's super weird. Do people get, is there paper routes anymore? Do Yeah. And do that you get was a paper route when you're me. an adult? Like, I don't, I didn't know that was even a job anymore. Right. Like that you had you deliver papers pa- delivered yeah. to your house. Like, and if they are, isn't that like done on like a bigger scale rather than like a paper route. I think of like someone riding their bike. Obviously she drove her car, her car around. It was winter. It. Yeah. But you have a route. Right. Right. Like, I don't know. That was new and to I me. I think like 
my friend had a paper route when she was younger. And I younger. remember hearing, yeah, like elementary. Right. And I remember hearing how much she made. And I knew how much, like every morning. Yeah. Up early, folding the papers. They had to pick them up the night before. And I remember thinking at a young age, that is a lot of work for not very much money. Yeah. Yeah. No, I thank agree. you. <laughs> so I knew there needed so to be a way bizarre. for her to like connect with Chuck. Yeah. I didn't love that job. But that was the job that she had to do or that she did. Those were just weird jobs. Yeah, I agree. Odd odd jobs for her yeah but she was also in an odd place of her life so yeah maybe it was like whatever this job's in my lap i'll take it because right. i have nothing right. else in me to try right i don't know but i thought that was a little strange i agree 100 percent agree it was different anyway what did you give this book i gave it four stars you love i it. really did and i it's not five stars because I, I like when i put it in the category of a man called uva uva and Britt Marie was here. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love that one. <laughs> and other stories with elderly characters. Mm-hmm. It's not as high caliber as that. Um, I do think the fact that I couldn't remember names kind of sure. affected. And so four stars for me. Okay. But I really did enjoy it. I really liked this book. Yeah, it took me a bit to get started. I think I mentioned this to you yeah. before we started recording. But I it I can finish a book generally in a, two or three days. And this one took me a full week i just found myself like delaying like i didn't want to listen i didn't love chuck's narrator but overall story and especially by the end i found myself very much invested in the story and wanting and rooting for the characters so i did i gave it three stars yeah i do think it was very a little maybe disjointed at the beginning like wait who's who and what's what because they were but and they jumped kind of quickly even though there's different voices for each character like it was confusing that i was starting with a new character like i'm like wait who is that talking like i i don't know somehow i felt like it needed maybe that's the problem if you're just gonna jump let me know like if there's a chapter heading that says Ella. Ella, yeah. I don't know. Because now all of a sudden we're over here and you yes. have to figure out who you're with. Interesting that you said it was had different narrations because I didn't even pick up on that. Oh, yeah. There's if you different had asked voices. me, I would have been like, oh, no, it was just one narration. No, no. There were different voices. Yes. I there was a man for Chuck and two different women. <laughs> I didn't pick up on names or voices. There in this you go. One. You just were I was in just the zone. into the story. That's good, though. That's so funny. Yeah. It just didn't even... So that's what I said. Like, yeah. it, it was specifically Chuck's narrator, Chuck's narrator that was, that like, harder like. for me. Yeah. And in my weird. head, that was the only voice in the whole thing was Chuck's. Mm-mm. I just thought he narrated and all the voices. And I will say, like, Chuck's story was um, most of the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. So, so it was like, a lot of we the didn't, beginning. So, like, we, we jumped into the other two more as we went. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. Interesting. I, That's super interesting. I, yeah. I love at the end when he's like playing pickleball yeah. and going to an origami class. Oh, <laughs> it was kind of dreamy. That Chuck. is retirement right there. I just, I could just see these old people all together, like chatting. Yeah. Making jokes with each other. Living their best life. Living their you best know? life in their retirement years. As I hope I get to. Absolutely. I'm sad his wife's not there, but I'm so glad he still went to Hilton Head. Me that too. He's, 
seeing that that's what he needed and that these Me were the too. connections he needed in life. And the connections back home that then came and visited him there yeah. and that he can well, still and, have all of and it. And it did seem like his his worries about his disconnection with his children, right? Yeah. Like seemed to resolve when he resolved himself. Yes. He was able to like connect with his children again. Yeah. I thought that was wonderful. Like mm-hmm. a great message. Like yes. let's heal our ho- ourselves and then that can help then, heal. Yeah, help yourself first mm-hmm. because you're no good to anybody else. Right. If you're not good. Right. I loved it. it I was, loved it. It had a it great message. Great. I did like the story. Good. Yeah. So fun. I wasn't expecting much from this book to tell you the I had truth. no expectations. Because I had Absolutely. never heard about it before, not an author I'd ever heard about. So I didn't have high expectations and I was pleasantly surprised. That's awesome. I really enjoyed it. That's the way you want it to be every yeah. time you pick up yeah. a book, right? I would read another one of his books. Like I he love has that. one coming out next summer and he has one previous book and I will look into them. So Awesome. Thank you for listening. We'd love to hear your thoughts on a quiet life. You can find us on Instagram or Facebook. You can email us at this is your book club podcast at gmail.com. Please rate and subscribe. That's super helpful. Share with your friends. Leave us a review. Yeah. Thank you to Amphibious Zoo for our music. And we'll see you next time. I'm Sarah. And I'm Jamie. And this, this is, is your, your book club. club.